Blog Talk Radio. Do you watch Fox News all day? Are you dizzy from conservative spin? Are you a birther or teabagger? You might be suffering from a condition called barachnophobia. If so, the only cure is Liberal Dan Radio. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Warning, Liberal Dan Radio is not a substitute for doctor's advice. Severe cases of barachnophobia may require psychiatric help. This may prove expensive if Republicans repeal health care. Listening to Liberal Dan Radio may cause you to embrace things like facts, logic, and reason. If these symptoms last for more than four hours, you have been cured. For more information, go to liberaldan.com. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation is area code 347-838-8368. That is area code 347-838-8368. I've said that phone number for a very long time, and I just blanked out of my mind for a second. And I just opened the chat room so you could listen in there. Uh, you can leave comments, questions on the chat, and you can also connect via Skype that way. And you can also, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., over on the show thread at liberaldan.com. Now, didn't have too much time. You know, I got back from uh, my Thanksgiving vacation. It was very nice to see my family, so I didn't have that much time to plot. Uh, for this show, plus there's lots of stuff at work. But there's so much stuff that's going on that I would be remiss in if I didn't get on the air and just talk about all this craziness that's going on with the Trumpocalypse. Um, so, but first things first, before I get into the meat of the show, I do want to talk about just something that I have planned. It's, it's it's in the early stages of planning, and it should, you know, if, if it goes the way I hope it goes, it'll probably take place at the beginning of the new year. So currently, the Blog Talk Radio page is blogtalkradio.com slash liberal Dan. So that kind of shoehorns, it kind of boxes me in for, you know, for this whole channel. And I could do a show once a day if I really wanted to. So this whole channel is kind of restricted to being political because it would be silly for my, let's say I wanted to do a fantasy football podcast. Well, go to liberal band fantasy football. It, it seems to, you know, that might potentially scare away some people. I don't know. People might not want to have politics involved with fantasy football, etc. So my intention is I'm going to kind of rebrand the blog talk radio page, create a new Twitter account, uh, to, to kind of be the umbrella over all of my potential podcasting that goes on um, and then use that new branding of the podcast page to allow myself to have different topics on different days. Uh, Liberal Dan Radio will still be Liberal Dan Radio. It'll still be kind of the flagship show, at least at the moment. 
um, you know, if any of the other shows take off and become more successful, then awesome. Then I'll have to reprioritize. But during this uh, depending Trumpocalypse, I don't see it as necessarily being something that's going to be going away anytime soon. Plus the fact that this is kind of my baby. This is, this is, this is what I would like to see have become successful. However, uh, by rebranding the podcast name, so it won't be blogtalkradio.com slash liberal Dan anymore. It'll be something new, uh, something that potentially either describes me or or is a more general name. And other days I'll have other shows. Um, shows that I definitely know that I'm going to do. They'll probably be shorter than the political ones. I definitely I won't go an hour. Probably I might go at least at the beginning. I might start off with a half an hour a week, um, and then seeing how it goes from there. If I have to reduce the amount of time I do or increase the amount of time I do, depending on how much I get, how much I can talk uh, on those particular issues. So what are the shows that that'll be done? It will be uh, budgeteers podcasts it's so it's just going to be flat out talking about saving money at disney world trying to trying to save money and, and cost saving tips and maybe kind of expanding it a little bit to kind of general cost saving tips in general that if you save money doing this then this might be a way that you can spend more money on things that you enjoy doing i would do it for disney but other people might do other things and then uh doing a rideshare dan uh podcast as well uh, so I could talk about all the different you know techniques and all the issues surrounding um, ride sharing. So anything that I would do ride sharing normally on politically, I might flip that over to the podcast on ride sharing. Plus, it also allows me to have perhaps specialty shows, limited time shows, or shows that might go for a portion of the year but not for the entirety of the year. Say for example, fantasy football. Uh, if they, if things go the way that I hope that they go. This year, I will complete a three-peat in my, in my main fantasy football league. So I think that kind of shows that I have, you know, at least some skill in knowing how to do, how to make a good team, how to build a good team, uh, what to watch out for, who to not draft. Um, you know, I had some bad years along the way, but... Um, I did do well um, these past two years, at least, and I won each year. A um, couple rounds of the playoffs, I managed to squeak by, but you know, I have a good team. So um, this year, I will uh, hopefully again win. I, I'm, I should win my division. I should, and I'm hoping that one of these next four that are coming up, that I'll we have we have a prize in our league that awards the single highest single highest single week total so if you score 250 points one week then and if that's the highest score in any one particular week then you get prize money if you have the highest score throughout the course of the year you also get prize money even if you don't win the whole thing shockingly enough currently the person with the highest total amount of points scored has a record of six and six. Meanwhile, I'm about 50, a little less than 60 points behind him with four weeks to go, and I'm at 10 and two. So I, I had a lucky week once or twice. I mean, I was, I did, one week I did score um, the third highest, third lowest 
score of the week and still managed to eke out a win because the guy I faced was didn't even play two players. It was I got lucky. That person pretty much gave up. Even though the reason that we implemented that highest single week score prize was to make sure that everybody tried every single week to keep it fun, to keep everybody trying to beat each other up every week. But uh, those are the type of things, you know, building your league, preparing your league, the type of rules that you should use, the type of rules you shouldn't use. Why would you consider doing, you know, certain things? Um, Don't necessarily know if I would get into the whole daily fantasy thing just because of the fact that it's illegal in Louisiana, so it's not something I can do. Um, Hopefully that'll, maybe that'll change at some point. I, I think it's ridiculous. I don't even, but if it changes, I don't even know if I would do it. But it's it's unfortunate that um, those things are criminal, made illegal in Louisiana, so we cannot participate. It's so stupid because there's you cannot do gambling, online gambling in Louisiana. You have to go to a casino to do it. So it's legal, gambling is legal in Louisiana, you just can't do it on the internet. However, it's legal for you to pay a membership to a site and then participate in free tournaments that give you cash prizes. And I guess perhaps the reason for that might be that if you're, you're not having your, you you can budget it. You can say, okay, I'm only going to pay 20 bucks this month. I'm going to pay 20 bucks next month. I'll be 20 bucks the next month. And so there's a limit to how much you can buy so that you can't necessarily go into the hole that way. Technically. Or ideally, I guess. I'm sure there are ways around it, but um, I guess that's the thoughts. Um, around around the, the allowing of such things, but there are some states where you can do these membership sites, but you can't online gamble like Louisiana. There are some sites where you can't do. The membership says, but you can gamble. And there are sites you can say, say so you can do both. I'm sure there are sites that you can't do either of them. Anyway, so I don't know. I'm not going to be talking too much about gambling, but I mean, fantasy football, I think, is a fun topic, and it might be something that I might do for part of the year at least, maybe like a half-year podcast where I talk about um, what I feel about particular things. I'll be able to call, you know, bring in one of my other, uh, the guy that I run the league with, um, you know, in my personal league, uh, maybe start some additional leagues to have some additional fun with that. Um, so, and maybe over the course of the year, there may be other things. Maybe, maybe I do a Nerdy Dan podcast every once in a while, not necessarily every day or every week, but maybe once a month, uh, maybe talking about you know, gaming and other, other types of other fun stuff like that. Um, so you never know. It'll allow me to open up the show It'll allow me to open up the podcast channel to different types of shows um, while allowing me also to keep Liberal Day and Radio intact. Anyway, so enough, I guess, self-plugging of myself. Uh, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Uh, come back and take your calls as well. 347-838-8368. I will be back in a few minutes. So then this is Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.
Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. I am sick and tired of the propaganda in today's media. You know, we can't have a sane discussion about politics. Well, yes, you can, and it's on RLJS Radio Live with the girls, Monica RW, and Autumn S. I'm there every week when they discuss Michigan and national politics, job search, unemployment, and more from an independent laugh, sanity-based point of view. So, tune in. RLJS Radio Live, Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. sharp here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And welcome back to, let me see, I, I mean, now, now we go. Welcome back to Liberal Day and Radio, talk from the left, that's right. Uh, my computer is giving me some issues. Um, it's one of the, something else I think I need to get through, too, because I've had this laptop for a while, and it's really frustrating uh, sometimes when, it's, when I'm having my technical issues, and I'm in the middle of a show um, trying to deal with... Uh, um, all this crap. Anyway, so um, the Trumpocalypse, you know, dealing with it. Well, an interesting, a shot has been fired in, in the Trumpocalypse. Trumpocalypse, Breitbart is going to war with Kellogg's because Kellogg's has decided to remove ads from uh, Breitbart. Breitbart, of course, you know, is run by Bannon, who was chosen by Trump to be one of his chief advisors. And so there's that. Um, but the the people that that Trump is picking to, you know, the, I, I had some conversations with some conservatives this morning who just don't get why people are upset. Oh, come on, get over it already. No, we're not getting over it already. You're not seeing these things that are fright, that fright frightening, very frightening. One of the things I said was that they're basically lemmings. Well, these people are lemmings. They're just going to follow the guy wherever he goes. And, and that's kind of it's like, hey, we haven't gone this way yet. Let's try going this way. And this way could be off the damn cliff. But it doesn't matter because they're going to follow his uh, – they're going to follow Air Trump, Hair Trump. One of the things I suggested that potentially um, could be, um, instead of the hashtag thanks Obama, um, it would instead we use Danke Air Trump uh, as, as the hashtag for the next at least four years. But some of these people 
that Trump is suggesting to, to I don't get it. Like, how did he get so rich with such horrible ideas? First of all, one of the people he's, that are that is being floated for Secretary of State now. Maybe this is his mad genius talking. Maybe it's I'm going to put up uh, Petraeus to drive liberals crazy, and so that they they'll be ignored. They'll ignore the other stupid crap that I'm doing. So, and it's possible, but it's also possible that he's a hypocrite, doesn't care actually about state secrets and that he is more, more than willing to put somebody in secretary of state, in that position who actually gave away state secrets, sent classified emails to his mistress and is currently on probation for it. It's on probation for two years. It started April, 2015, which means it'll end April, 2017, meaning that unless Trump pardons him, which is also very possible. He could do it immediately upon getting in the office. He could go, my first act as president is I'm going to pardon David Petraeus. He's no longer on probation. Now I'm going to nominate him for Secretary of State. So there's that. There's picking Donald Trump. I'm sorry. There's Donald Trump picking Sarah Palin to be the head of Veterans Affairs. And I'm, I'm wondering if they don't realize the fact that it's not about having sex with veterans. You know, it's actually dealing with issues pertaining to our veterans. And why on God's green earth, if you believe in God, would you suggest that Sarah Palin would be a reasonable choice? I have conservatives on my page that are going, like, what? Why? You have a guy who was in charge of, you know, ridiculous foreclosures with Goldman Sachs, who is now going to be, you know, proposed to be the head of treasury. You have um, a woman who served in the Reagan administration with nothing really important, who's now going to be the assistant secretary of national security, I think. Um, you have who's the other person? Um, I mean, you, you have the one, the Amway, the wife of the Amway guy, who's a billionaire and who is the head of, I think, the Michigan or Missouri GOP, who is all in for charter schools, who's going to be in charge of the Department of Education. You have, uh, I mean. I'm sure you'll have clients on there, deniers, that has the head of the EPA. It's 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 almost like, as one of my Facebook friends said this, that he's decided to want to, he wants to take the worst possible person that he could choose for each job and put him in there and see, well, what the hell happens next? It's terrible. It's crazy um, that he would that he would suggest these people. I, I don't 
I don't get it. So, I mean, when he says he's going to drain the swamp, I'm more inclined to believe that it's kind of like when you empty out the fountains at a at a mall. And he's trying to get all the change out of it before filling it back up with the same muck that was in, in them in, the, in them in the first place, or even worse muck that was in there afterwards. Um, it's this this is you have the potential problems. You know, the, the technically the laws about I guess bribery don't imp- impact him specifically, but there are there is a law pertaining to uh, where his hotel is located at the old uh, post office or something that is around the corner from the White House that is now being used um, for private things and and it is against the law for an elected official to have any sort of holdings there, but they're. Donald Trump is going to have one there. What, what does he do about that? Uh, he's supposedly going to be doing something on December 15th, and that'll be an interesting show. <laughs> or the day of, that'll be interesting to see, to see exactly what he plans on doing with, uh, with that. Um, so I really... Uh, um, what he's going to... I just don't... And people are still applauding him. That's the crazy thing that nobody, I mean, Romney is one of the other people he's suggesting for state. How, how, how could you even think that Romney is somebody who, who saw how horrible he is. Um, It's, I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's it's baffling, utterly baffling to me. And the simple fact that he picks that he's even considering Petraeus, I'm like, don't you guys see what he, that you've been duped? But it's kind of hard for me to say that because then, well, they could say, well, he might have been lying about that other thing too. So, you know, you still have to take his they, even even when he's even when he's not following through on some of his things. You can't just assume that he won't follow through on everything. So, I don't know. It's it's bizarre to me. It's bizarre to me how people could follow um, him. And, and could could still be supporting him after he's doing all of this stuff. Still has to give his taxes. His, his taxes. It's crazy. Anyway, let me go ahead and take the second commercial break. Come back, take your calls as well. Um, call call in is three four seven eight three eight eight three six eight. That's area code three four seven eight three eight eight three six eight. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.
If you need legal representation or advice on issues such as family law, bankruptcy law, DWI, or other civil or criminal matters, you need hands-on legal advice from someone who will treat you as a priority and not just another number. So call the law office of Sherry I. Sandler at 504-528-9500. That's 504-528-9500. Or email sandlerlaw at cox.net. I trust Sherry with my legal needs. So should you. The preceding ad was an unpaid client endorsement. Do you like fun jewelry? Do you wish you could design jewelry that is designed just for you and that tells your story? Well, with Origami Owl, you can do just that. An Origami Owl jewelry bar is a fun way to get together with your friends, hang out, and design jewelry. There is no pressure to buy, but when you host a party, either in person or online, you have the opportunity to get deeply discounted jewelry based on what the friends you invite to the party purchase. If you would be interested in holding a party, either online or in person, go to kathiezcharms.origamiowl.com. That is C-A-S-S-I-E-Z charms.origamiowl.com and contact Cassie today. Welcome back to Liberal Day Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. It's your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. This is area code 347-838-8368. Now, part of the show is about surviving the Trumpocalypse. And surviving it does not just require you to know what's going on and follow every single thing that he does very closely to make sure that we know exactly what he's doing. Part of this is you need to take action and you need to, we need to be standing together. Um, But also what needs to be done is there are people in uh, groups that are, don't have privileged marginalized groups and marginalized groups have been yelling and screaming about stuff for a while now and and as is their right to be but while it is their right to be yelling and screaming about something it's also their it's also they, they shouldn't have to carry the burden they've already been burdened by society by the fact that they're marginalized we shouldn't put the weight of carrying that load on them as well and they've been doing a very good job with it but you know, this kind of goes, you know, when, when people of privilege are in groups or are, a lot of times there's an oversimplified way of talking to privileged people who are trying to help out um, and, and, and try strive for equality. It's that, you know, just, you have to sit down and shut up. And that's not exactly what you need to do. What exactly that means if, if, you're, if you've ever heard sit down or shut up being told to you before, what that really means is, is you need to not speak over, you have, you have to mind the fact that you have privilege and therefore you're probably blind to the things that go on in other people's lives for, who don't have privilege. So therefore, when they are talking about the incidents and the things that they've dealt with in their lives, that you shouldn't be interjecting yourself over them. You shouldn't be speaking, them, speaking over them, shutting them down, shutting them up. You should be listening to them. Now, does that mean you shouldn't talk? No, you should ask questions. 
Um, they're not necessarily required to answer your questions, but you should be respectful. You should ask questions. You should, you should try and learn as much as possible about what they're going through. Because here's the deal. To me, it is your responsibility as a person of privilege who wants to fight for equality to talk to your peers. As I said in one of my friend's posts, I think the time to be quiet is over. We need to be as loud as possible, as much as possible. In my opinion, anybody in, in a privileged group needs to take responsibility to speak to other members of the privileged group and explain to them why what is going on is very dangerous. Non-privileged groups have been burdened too much as it is. Privileged advocates for justice and equality need to shoulder the burden and do the heavy lifting of converting other people in their privileged groups. They need to do so while listening to underprivileged people and understanding that what is the problems that they're dealing with so that they, so that they are not driving the message, but they're instead helping to push the message forward. For example, it shouldn't be the responsibility of a Muslim to explain to non-Muslims why Trump policies that he's proposed are problematic. Christians should be explaining to other Christians why Trump's rhetoric against Muslims is problematic. Women should not have the responsibility of trying to explain to men why they need to change the tone and behavior and matters, etc. Male feminists need to explain to males who are not feminists why they need to join the right side. And again, to be clear, I'm not saying this because I believe that non-privileged groups are incapable of doing such things. I just believe that privileged folks should, be, should bring in more of the responsibility in pushing the message, and when doing so, they need to be mindful that they are not speaking over the underprivileged people who they are trying to help. So, ooh, we have a, a call. On, I didn't even know. Oh, it was only 10 seconds, so it hasn't been that long. So let's, uh, let's go to the caller. Uh, caller, what's your name? This is Rez. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you today? Fine, thank you very much. I mean, I look at your uh, information right here, and then, you know, it seems uh, um, you are not happy that the Trump is president. Am I right? You could be safe in saying that, yes, I'm not happy with the results of the presidential election. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, good. Uh, so, I mean... I'm a neutral. Anyway, I, I did not vote anyway. So for your information okay. and for listeners, so I don't feel guilty at all, you know, because, uh, you know, I... I where, 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 I where do you live? Where do you live, by the way? Just a, where I live? Do, do, I mean... What state? Uh, I mean, I live in London, actually. We voted through You're London. In London? Okay. London embassy, okay. right, right. We okay. we voted through London, right? But but okay. the question is, but the question is, I mean, but I didn't vote anyway. But sure. I mean, many of my friends they did. But you know, the question is here that uh, uh, it seems in your country uh, you say that the Trump supporters are getting stronger and stronger every day. Can you please define for all of us what do you mean by that? Sure. Uh, when, when I'm saying that they're, they're getting emboldened, for example, people who might have not been comfortable sharing um, certain beliefs, um, like certain bigoted beliefs, um, like uh, people have, who have been described as the so-called alt-right, 
uh, people who have been labeled as uh, being, you know, white nationalists, neo-Nazis, anti-Semites, etc. People who would, for example, cheer uh, Donald Trump's policies and positions on um, how to deal with Muslims uh, who might emigrate to this country, who might want to visit this country. Um, you know, those people seem to have become more uh, emboldened. It seems that with uh, the with the nomination alone and the election of Donald Trump, you are seeing uh, more and more people coming out of the woodwork and more and more people who are, you know, not only saying things that are problematic, that uh, terrify um, Jewish people, Muslims, um, people in other non-privileged groups, uh, the LGBT community, etc. Um, you're also seeing actual, you know, actions going on the day after the the Trump was elected, you saw, um, you know, anti-Semitic imagery uh, spray-painted on different uh, several synagogues, or you've seen, um, you know, the N-bomb and other types of uh, bigoted uh, speech or bigoted actions um, perpetrated towards, um, you know, black churches. And you see just general people like the one guy who, the guy who stood up in the middle of the plane and started, you know, berating people who are um, Hillary supporters and, you know, trying to point out, yeah, I voted for Trump. And, and, and they seem very proud of that fact that, that they can now uh, speak out against about the things that I guess that they were um, hesitant to speak out otherwise because of um, because they didn't feel comfortable in doing so. And while just, just to throw in there, I've, I've always been an advocate of not actually shutting up people like that. I, I would rather um, see them out there talking so they can be exposed for who they are. I don't want to drive people like that necessarily into the shadows, um, you know, with the law. But I was also very concerned about the fact that there were so many people out there. Um, you know, I know he's a comedian, but uh, D.L. Hughley actually kind of said it best uh, on, on one of the talk shows, is that if you're supporting um, Donald Trump, um, knowing the views that he holds, you're supporting him anyway um, over Hillary, for example. It, it's almost like you're saying that uh, being a racist is not as bad as being liberal. And, and that's, to me, very problematic. And while there are a lot of people who would say that they didn't vote for Trump um, because of his bigoted views and that, that you, can be, um, you, can, you can be a Trump voter and not a racist, um, but you have to kind of know what he's pushing as you're casting a ballot for him. And as such, it's very hard for me to differentiate between somebody who is a bigot and is loud and proud about it and somebody who says they're not a bigot but still votes to elect bigotry. So I guess, I mean, that's, that's uh, I guess, yes, the $5 yes, reason. We understand your uh, pain, understand uh, your situation in the, in Europe, right. of course, you have gone through what you have gone through, you, what you are going to go through uh, s- sooner than than later, and you know, uh, I I mean, we know, I mean, that is you guys are very difficult position right now. I mean, uh, we understand that. It since your race relationship is zero right now, uh, at the lowest point ever in the history of 
uh, your beloved country and my beloved uh, country too, you know. Uh, but the question is, uh, you know, uh, from European perspective, is uh, you know, uh, you sh I mean, uh, people should not do such a thing at all. Anybody, even that Somali guy who did a bad thing in your, uh, I mean, in uh, Ohio, right. you shouldn't do that either. We condemn everybody. We condemn anybody, any acts of violence against anybody or hatred. You know, if you hate somebody, that means you hate yourself first. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that, you know, anybody be hating people. And I definitely don't suggest or condemn people being violent against anybody, regardless of what side that you're on. Um, you know, it, but I think there are people who are rightfully terrified. I mean, not, I used to berate my fellow liberals. Um, I used to be very, I would get very frustrated with them when they would look at George W. Bush, who I, he was a horrible president. But they would look at George W. Bush and say, and call him Hitler. And I'd be like, you know what, I was raised Jewish, and I, I, I think that calling people who are not doing what Hitler did, Hitler is not just wrong, but it, it, it's disgraceful and disrespectful to the millions of people that were killed um, by Hitler. That being said, it's also disrespectful uh, to the lives of the people who died at the hands of Hitler if you ignore what he did and don't watch for warning signs and... You know, I've, I've, I've said, you know, in several places that in some ways, you know, because of Trump's campaign of, of xenophobic nationalism against Muslims, um, that uh, against his use of anti-Semitic rhetoric, uh, anti-Jewish rhetoric against about his, uh, his uh, fear mongering, mongering when it comes to Mexicans trying to akin at least the majority of them as, as rapists that, that, you know, kind of feels like, maybe 1930, early 1930s Germany. Um, and I even had liberal friends of mine who, who questioned me on those analogies. But, you know, you know, I was because I was raised Jewish, I was raised to kind of look out for the, the subtle anti-Semitic things, those things that not everybody's going to catch because those are the first signs, those subtle things, that, that picture that Donald Trump showed um, on Twitter that he got from that alt-right, from that white supremacist site uh, that had Hillary Clinton with a Star of David over money. Um, Star of David's over money is a clear anti-Semitic sign to people who, are, who, who know what they're looking for. Um, and, and, you know, his apologists, of course, tried to say, oh, that's just a star. That's just a sheriff's star. It's not a star. Of, it's not a Star of David. It's not anti-Semitic. But if it, why would it be a sheriff's star if it was obtained from... Uh, white supremacist site. They're not going to have sheriff stars. They're going to use Jewish stars over money, and we all know what they mean by that. So you have, but then then after he gets he wins that election, and you have um, then he, the first person he picks or one of the first people he picks to be his advisors um, is Bannon from Breitbart, and one of the people who was initially questioning the use of the of the uh, comparison uh, to. Hitler to early 1930s Germany sure. um, immediately said, well, this is just Trump picking Gable, Goebbels. This is just Trump picking his new propaganda minister. And it's just another step. And, you know, we've, we've found, we've seen, um, we've seen how 
pandering to xenophobic nationalists plays out. History has taught us that it's bad. And for some reason, um, as I've said before, Donald Trump during the campaign has said that he loved the poorly educated. Well, not only do they love him back, but apparently there's a lot of them. And they came out and voted. And there's, there are many more poorly educated folks than I thought existed in this country, um, at least that bad. And a lot of people who are liberals really underestimated um, his actual chances of winning um, because they really underestimated who he was going to target and how they would actually come out for him. So, um, Yes, we understand your pain, too. You know, uh, Actually, yeah. in Europe, what happened that many Jewish, they had to go back to Israel, indeed, right. because of what... Uh, you know, uh, exactly the same thing that you are telling. Uh, it happens already in Europe, and m- many of the Jewish uh, chose Israel and go back, indeed, because they could not take it m- anymore, you know, and uh, it's it's wrong, you know. Yeah, I know. And, and, and one of the things that, you know, one of the things, I guess, one of the, I guess, I wish it didn't have to happen this way, but there was even an American group that formed that was a combination between Muslim and Jewish uh, people just to kind of watch out and say, look, we're going to have each other's back, you know, in this, in this up and coming time. You know, I, I've, you know, one of my, you know, close family friends, he's, he's Muslim. Um, our kids are best friends. Uh, we went on vacation together earlier in the year. Um, it terrifies me. He, one of one of their children is our god is my and my wife's god kid. It terrifies me um, of what might happen to him and his family. Um, his extended family is in France. Uh, they just recently went to go visit them. Who knows now if the, that extended family will ever be able to come back, at least in the short term, uh, to visit him and his kids? Because you know we're going to treat every Muslim as if they're a terrorist, which is just to me should be should be morally abhorrent to anybody um and then we're gonna you know the the potential of that you know living here in louisiana louisiana is a very conservative state and we live i live in new orleans new orleans specifically is very liberal but we're surrounded by a lot there are a lot of conservative people down here too and it terrifies me that that my friend uh will could potentially be a victim of, of a hate crime simply because uh he is he is Muslim simply because he's practicing, and and it, it or or belong it, to any 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 religion. Buddhists right. also can be uh, same situation as Hindus. Sikh Sikhs, you know, because they put the turban, you know, on their heads, right. and and they can be mis. Uh, I mean, again, everybody. Well, that happened in I America mean, too. There was there was a shooting right. at a Sikh uh, Sikh uh, temple that that happened because right. the person who was shooting them just confused them with Muslims. And didn't know that right, there was a difference. Right. But I mean, it's still any any in Europe. I mean, um, a lot of things happens, but again, we never have. I mean, we don't uh, really. Uh, he, here is super super multicultural. You know, I don't know if we understand us uh, much better. Uh, you guys are a little bit uh, cosmopolitan, uh, cosmopolitan uh, cities, but still, you know, 
it's not as much as Europe. Europe is right. totally a very, very different. Uh, I mean, it's it's like Israel. I mean, I mean, it's probably. I mean, it's, it's no, here nobody can say anything to each other. Really, if if you say something, you know, you could be sued right away. You know, mm-hmm. or or like that. But I know you're. I mean, uh, in 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 your area, uh, North America, is including Canada. Right now, everything is is pretty much the same as you described, and it's very sad because you know um, we. Ha- I mean, again, I'm neutral. I, uh, I said I did not vote. I mean, but. I, I understand your point of view 100% in this. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. And, look, you know, I definitely want you to definitely li- listen to the show, call back anytime. I definitely appreciate, um, you know, the the, the, the support. Uh, I'm definitely trying to – I'm trying to expand this podcast, not just you not just expand my uh, channel in general, but I definitely want to, want to try and expand this podcast. So, I mean, you know, it's definitely – if you like what you're hearing on the show, please share it with your friends. Please, you know, you know, tweet it out. You know, tell your people, hey, come listen to it. You could also, you can listen to many of my uh, past episodes on uh, iTunes, um, or you can download them directly from Block Talk Radio. And you know, I'm also uh, having a fundraiser, you know, whenever, so that people can actually help help me, you know, kind of advertise the show and and make it even better than it is right now. So, um, yeah, in the, I definitely sure. I I. I, I sincerely appreciate your time, indeed, uh, for giving me the time. But uh, oh, again, I, again, I, again, I understand your uh, point of view because you know, again, neutrality is the best thing. I mean, but uh, I, I, I tell you, you are going to having. Uh, if you look at the Europe history, we are much ahead of you guys because we went mm-hmm. through the same thing that you are going to go through. And, yeah. But we are ahead of you, indeed. If I'm wrong, please call, correct me. No, I, I, I agree with you, and, and I, that's, that's one of my concerns, is that, is that we're going to have to learn some hard lessons before we come out of this. And so we, we definitely need um, good thoughts coming from across the pond um, to, uh, uh, to uh, help, help us through what we're going to have to go through, because this is, this is going to be a tough and trying time for some people a lot more than others. I mean, I could probably, I can probably pass, you know, since, you know, I, I don't necessarily look Jewish. I can, I no no one's ever really said that I look Jewish, so I could probably pass and get away with it. Um, I'm not very practicing either, but um, there's, you know, I, I just worry for my friends who are in um, communities that are um, disenfranchised communities that are, you know, underprivileged and, and who basically not, you know, white Christian males. It's it's it's, it's going to be a tough time in this country uh, for those people. But I do appreciate your call. I pre- thank yeah, you very I much mean, for calling especially in. once uh, I have uh, one more comment, uh, my friend. Sure. Uh, you know, it's about uh, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, respect and love and unity in diversity and that's what we have in Europe. We have Australia, we have New Zealand, we have Asia, 
We have mm -hmm. unity and diversity. I mean, that's why you practice. Uh, shalom to you, my friend, by the way. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, no problem. Uh, everybody practice their own, but at the same time, respect. And, uh, the, you know, thou shall not kill, thou, thou shall not hate. I mean, these are the universal code of the universe. Right. I mean, it, you know, the simple, simple down of it, you know, is, is do unto others as you would have do unto you, the golden rule, you know, very, very simple to, you know, some simple concept. If you don't want something happening to you, don't do it to other people. So that should be the, that would hopefully be the way that it is. It's just unfortunate that I see um, so many other people, and I, and I thank you for your call. I'm going to put you on mute for a second. Um, sure. Thank you. And so um, I, I just don't, I hope that, you know, honestly, I hope that I'm wrong in my fears. I hope that um, I hope that I don't that I'm wrong. I, I pray that I'm wrong. I, I wish that you know what I see going on from um, this pres this upcoming president. I'm, I still haven't been able to bring myself to say the words PE, uh, what what PE stands for. Um, I, I I hope that he is not necessarily successful in what he wants, but that he is, is that he ultimately helps, uh, helps this, helps this country do well. Um, you know, I, I just don't have much faith in that. It will be that way. I mean, look at the people he's putting into these positions, as I spoke about earlier, the, you know, the, he wants people, certain people, you know, from banking and involved in the treasury who, who are responsible for some horrific, actions he has he has people who are have no business dealing with veterans affairs proposed as, as being reported that they're that, that they're sarah palin is going to be in charge of veterans affairs it, it doesn't these he's not getting the best and the brightest and the most qualified for these positions and i think one of the people that he's that he's that he's putting up there is mitch mcconnell's wife like he's not draining the swamp. He's he's getting people out of the swamp and putting them in different positions, and he's rewarding his his buddies um, and to the detriment of what likely will be the detriment of this country. And I just I cannot I cannot believe that that people fell for it. I can't believe that people um, that that people believe that this this, this guy was going to have what it took to be president. That he has this. The temperament, it's just the, the temperament in of itself that, that he would, you know, sure, you know, I'm not sitting here cheering the life of Castro. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and defend what Castro did. And there's, you know, I think there's a lot of things that can be, uh, uh, I think there's a lot of things that can be uh, learned from Cubans, from Cuba, who dealt with Castro. I think we have to, you know, listen to them, just like you would listen to women on issues of feminism, just like you should issue to Jews on issues of Judaism, just like you should listen to Muslims on issues of Islam. You should listen to the people who are, who are directly affected and, and learn why um, you know, they might question you if you're upholding uh, Castro as being some hero. Um, but you still, that doesn't mean you, you throw a ding-dong, the witch's dead party from the Wizard of Oz um, 
when he dies, you, you still have to be, you still have to have a proper temperament. And, and he does not have the proper temperament at all. We, we are going to, we're going to be going through some hard times in this country. I fear, um, I'm very happy with the place that I'm currently working at in my full-time job. I, I, I can't stress that enough. I was thinking that just earlier today that, you know, that I'm, it's good that I'm working with such, you know, people who share a lot of similar beliefs and are working to fight for good things. It's, I just don't, I mean, I don't know how much is going to be enough. I don't know what it's going to take uh, to, to get through these next four years and, 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 and still, as, as even Trump said, Trump said, if we don't have borders, that we don't have a country. Well, if Trump wants to do what he does, we might not have a country anyway. <coughs> he might cash us out. He might, you know, he might he might use this this job to just completely enrich himself and and his friends, and then we'll be left to rot. And then what happens? So, and that's just and that's ignoring all of the problematic issues of the people that he's pandering to when it comes to xenophobia, white nationalism, racism, sexism, anti-homosexuality, LGBT rights, gay marriage, the overturning of Obamacare, putting a lot of, a lot of more people's health at risk um, because people are going to start going to see, oh, that's what Obamacare did for me. You're not going to necessarily see it until it's gone. And then we're going to be wondering, why the hell did we get rid of all that? Well, because you listen to blowhards instead of listening to facts, logic, and reason. Anyway, I'm going to end the podcast a little bit early today. Um, I will be back next week, 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. For the moment, it will still be blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan until uh, the show, uh, until I rebrand the station towards the beginning of the year. Um, you can also follow me at liberaldanradio on Twitter, facebook.com slash liberaldan as well. Again, until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. 